This is the Innovation Inc. podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Brown Evans. We sit down with our favorite entrepreneurs and nerd out on anything that involves innovation in the corporate space. So if you work for a corporate company, but you think like an entrepreneur, we're your people, and we're really excited you're here. Before we jump in, a huge thank you to our sponsor and Inc. 5000 company, Apex Software. They create powerful custom software, websites, and mobile apps that take your business's innovative ideas and turn them into realities. Reach out today to get a quote at apexsoftware.com. All right, everyone, let's get to it. Hey guys, it's Liz. Welcome back to the Innovation Inc. podcast. I am very excited for our guest today, who's driven all the way down from uh, from the north, from northern Kentucky, <laughs> um, no, from the Cincinnati region. Do you say Cincinnati, or are you on the Kentucky side? Actually, uh, I am on the Cincinnati side. Okay, so you're a trader on the Ohio side. We won't count <laughs> it against you. Uh, no, today with us is Carlo. He um, is with Toyota Ventures. So. Why I'm excited to talk to him today, um, we've kind of dabbled in the past some of our episodes around like corporate VC, um, what venture capital looks like. I feel like people either know exactly how they work or they're sort of shrouded in risk and these scary mm. concepts to talk about for companies. So we're not going to get into necessarily how all the numbers work out today, but we are going to talk about the program that Toyota Ventures has built um, and what makes it so special, what makes it work. So before I go any further, Carla, why don't you introduce yourself, a little bit of your background, what your role is now, and, and we'll get into it. Awesome. Uh, my name is Carlo Cruz, and I am a portfolio engagement manager at Toyota Ventures. Uh, we are the corporate venture capital arm of Toyota and um, we're, our firm is based in San Francisco, but I am, as I was <laughs> mentioned, based in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, my background is actually in chemical engineering. Funny enough, I got my MBA from the University of Cincinnati uh, many years ago, and it, it's been awesome. I actually returned and was an adjunct professor there for a little bit. Oh, nice. Yeah, teaching professional development. So I, I went for the co-op program, was actually a Toyota co-op um, to start, and joined Toyota Motor North America full time as a paint engineer, um, okay. mostly focused on robotic installations, construction project management. Um, it wasn't a world I expected, I think, in college. But um, in, in my, the latter part of my career, I actually looked more into how emerging technology could help the manufacturing environment. So I was evaluating startups. Um, I helped start this place called the Tilt Lab uh, down in the new Georgetown headquarter office. And uh, yeah, it was a great time of looking at how does new technology um, work in a really classically rigid and uh, maybe slower speed environment. So it sounds like you almost stumbled into this sort of innovation startup space at Toyota. Did you, how long, so talk to us more about the Till Lab. What, what was the vision for that? And then what did it actually end up becoming? So when Toyota announced uh, One Toyota, they were looking at new and fresh ideas about how to how to invigorate the workforce and and kind of stir up what what talent existed and what was happening um, in the minds of people as we transition to this next phase. Um, and so that the headquarter office in Georgetown started this essentially makerspace uh, where people could prototype and test ideas, and it started. Actually, as a pretty nascent idea in itself amongst the team members. And with the support of a lot of executives, they created uh, an area with a lot of different studios and capabilities to manufacture, to prototype and test. And then from that, we started thinking about, okay, if, if we enable our team members to 
prototype and test our new ideas. What's the next level? How do we where do bring they go things, from there? Right. How do, how do you go closer from just a production idea to how do you bring it into uh, a bigger test, maybe in in an actual manufacturing environment, and then deploy it full time in production? So we we started to think about that and and look at the life cycle of an idea, and we realized that there's a treasure trove of just smart people in the world building startups, getting getting venture <laughs> venture capital, um, and th- through our evaluation of these small companies, we realized that some of their really early ideas just needed essentially product market fit in manufacturing. So we were looking and going to conferences across uh, the U.S. when going to conferences was a thing. I, <laughs> Com- conferences? I, yeah, seeing people in person uh, was such a rare event back then. <laughs> um, so we we actually went around at all these different conferences, looked at parallel industries and how their technology could fit into the manufacturing world. And then we were just discovering, um, I'd say, hundreds of startups that, mm-hmm. that could have applicable technology that um, worked in a manufacturing environment in about two years ago. Sorry, I'm, time's really hard, I think. This I, well, 2020 didn't count. So. Yeah, right. And I'm trying to think, I was, I was going to say a year ago, but two years ago, um, we actually organized a, a number of proof of concept projects and demonstrated them in that Tilt Lab. Uh, we brought in, I believe, 10 different startups, several of which are part of the Toyota Ventures portfolio Um even before, and I'll get into that later, even before we started the engagement. Um, and they demonstrated how their technology would apply in manufacturing. And that was really um, an eye-opening moment, I think, not only for the working level, the team members, but the executives that came out to this demo day because they were able to say, okay, um, there are some smaller companies that can provide a lot of value to our um, environment, and it just might take a little time. It might take a little investment. It might take a little maneuvering on how the tech sits today, but eventually it will land in a factory and, and impact and add value to um, the process. So it sounds like to kind of separate Toyota Ventures and the Makers, lab, the Tilt Lab. So you guys started this as almost like a playground for employees, right? To like help them dream a little bit, play around a little bit. They can come in, test out stuff with, you know, world-class machines or whatever that is. And then if there are applications, I just, I love that story of employee innovation and sort of helping them think more broadly than just what their projects are on their desk. But then I love then the bleed into, okay, well, we're letting employees do this and that technology can be applied differently. Well, who else is out there? And then it sounds like it sort of naturally flowed into Toyota Ventures. Right, right. So the, the Tilt Lab itself is exactly, to your point, was a space to think outside the box, to take, to take the ideas you have as you walk through your daily work or look around a manufacturing plant and you think, oh, why couldn't we do it this way? And so the Tilt Lab sat as this sandbox, essentially, where you are safe and you're able to test your idea and you're able to explore what goes beyond my daily work. And then, and you're, and you're correct, um, as we started to expand that idea in looking at what exists outside of Toyota, we looked at these small companies and, and startups, and it was an, it was an easy blend. We, we actually met the Toyota Ventures team, um, I'd say, four, four years ago when the fund started. And it was actually, I think, before uh, Toyota officially 
created to the Toyota Ventures brand, um, we met a few of the members and they introduced us to a few of the companies that they were interested in investing in. And uh, we, we started to explore where, where could these ideas go? And for some of the companies, it was actually their idea stage. So it was even before they had a demonstration to show us. Wow. And we helped uh, through a number of meetings and conversations, plant tours. We, at the Tilt Lab back then, in my past life, showed some of these companies what could be possible. And then many years later, we actually were able to show their idea then applied in the manufacturing environment and now they're they're growing and raising further capital. And uh, funny enough, now I'm sitting in the Toyota Ventures team and no longer on the Tilt Lab team. Right. So that's a great transition. Let's talk a little bit more about Toyota Ventures. So you said um, that you're one of the only people that has the manufacturing background, which I imagine is a huge asset to that team to actually know like where these ideas or startups going to end up being applied. Um, but so tell us how that transition happened for you personally first, and then we'll get into a little bit more about Toyota Ventures. Yeah. So I've always had a passion for startups. I, I think in my early childhood, in high school, college, I thought I would always start something. Um, funny enough, in college, I helped start a, a Bollywood fusion dance competition. <laughs> I was hoping we would get uh, here. <laughs> and I think that was one of the first times I, I learned, like, what's it like to, to form a team? What's it like to manage a lot of people? How do you coalesce people around a vision? How do you raise funds? Um, for funny a, enough, for if, a Bollywood competition, yeah. as one does. <laughs> funny enough, um, e even when you're doing a, a nonprofit uh, event production, um, the fundraising is is the one of the hardest parts. Um, and I, I always had a passion for looking at uh, starting things and and getting people to rally around a common vision and then executing on that vision. Um, it's it's been something that's always sat in my mind. So when I was when I was at Toyota, um, looking at the manufacturing line, as I mentioned with the Tilt Lab, I've always had ideas as I walked around the paint shop, the assembly shop, and I looked at I looked at different things. I would just ask people, why are things the way they are? And it, it's funny that um, it's a common response is that they are that way because that's the way they've always been. And uh, I, I am a millennial and I, I grew up in um, the birth of Google and, and all these big tech companies. And I thought, that's not really an answer that I'm, I'm willing to subscribe to because Clearly, uh, the way things have been are not always the way that things will be. And so um, that passion drove me to continue to look, research. I, I spent a lot of my time on the internet. Um, I, I jokingly told people um, I, I, I spend the majority of my life just reading the internet. And they're like, the, <laughs> how is that possible? And I'm like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of internet. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I landed on studying startups and then really looking at venture capital and then meeting this team out in the Bay Area. Um, I became really passionate about um, looking for opportunities in this space. And Toyota having a venture, corporate venture capital arm was great. It was, it was a good opportunity and a good transition to go from, I'm passionate about startups I helped form process around working with startups at Toyota and then being on uh, the platform team at Toyota Ventures. And um, I think the thing that I learned as I was transitioning from engineer to venture capital was that a lot of people hear venture capital or, or, or build this calibration that it's just, it's a money thing. And the, the thing to know about Toyota Ventures is that 
we are a strategic partner to the Toyota Motor Corporation, to Toyota Motor uh, North America, and and all parts of uh, Toyota, the Toyota family, which is vast and, and global. It, it represents hundreds of brands and right. hundreds of thousands of employees. So what I realized was that there's there's two sides of Toyota Ventures. The, the deal side, uh, the one where you hear about fundraising, you hear about valuations, you hear about exits. And then the side that I sit on is the platform team. So we exist to be more than just the financial check that startups receive. We help these founders, these teams grow and scale throughout their journey, whether it's uh, their journey being just the idea, as I mentioned before, or as they start to develop demonstrations and prototypes for corporate partners, and then all the way to uh, exits. So we're there for the whole life of their company. Before we get too far into it, give kind of a brief overview, um, like how many how how many countries are you guys in, or startups you work with, or assets under management. Like what what can you tell us about how it's structured? Yeah, Toyota Ventures. So a quick overview of. Toyota Ventures. Uh, we started about four years ago. Um, we just closed a new round of capital. So we have launched the Toyota Ventures Frontier Fund and the Toyota Ventures Climate Fund that we manage on behalf of Toyota Motor Corporation. Uh, the So far, we have done 39 investments. Um, met all the public investments are on our website, toyota.ventures. Um, and we help early stage to series A-ish companies grow in the space. Um, the Frontier Fund focuses on artificial intelligence, autonomy, mobility, robotics, cloud technology at smart cities, digital health, fintech, energy and materials. <laughs> it's a mouthful. That's all? Yeah. That's it? It's, um, you, you can think of it as uh, looking at what is next for Toyota. And, mm -hmm. and we are trying to be the Sherpas that help people understand what could be next for Toyota the brand. So the Toyota Ventures Climate Fund focuses on uh, carbon neutrality and, and as a whole. And then that's thinking uh, what comes next um, for Toyota in terms of delivering hydrogen, carbon sequestration, et cetera. So the names, it's funny, I assumed those names, Frontier and Climate, were like, didn't remember when uh, iOS used to always have like the lion or like, <laughs> I don't, I feel like they were always animals. I assumed that was just some like war name or something, but. They actually make sense. You guys are looking to the frontier of what's next right. for Toyota and then actually what's good for the climate. So so talk to me a little bit about how you guys, so you talk about this platform team, you're one of a few on the team and you guys are not just that financial check, but you actually give support, you give engagement. So what what does that actually look like um, when, you, when you work alongside companies? So as the Toyota Ventures platform team, we are tasked to design products that can add value to our portfolio. Uh, as part of that, we developed this hub and spoke model within the Toyota organization. So we look at different champions throughout the business that can help us uh, take a startup idea or take um, an early stage proof of concept and really drive it forward. Because we, we realized over time, um, just making an introduction isn't enough. Sometimes, sometimes what's required is helping the business see the future. There's a lot of, um, you can imagine when you're a corporate giant and you, you um, are very successful at that, it's, it's hard to see outside the lens of um, what you have today. So 
what we try to do is find many people throughout the business that are looking outside, thinking into the future in the same way that we are. And, and then it's easy because our, our visions are aligned, our goals are aligned, and we can carry together uh, a new idea. So uh, an easy way to think about this is one of our companies is called uh, Elementary, and they create uh, an, a visual AI platform. And, and it helps uh, for quality inspection, for traceability, and when you think about that naturally, it's kind of a, a logical fit, right? We, we build cars, we build products, um, everyone, and, and there's there's naturally in manual inspection throughout. So Elementary was a nice fit. We we looked at uh, an internal champion at the Tilt Lab, and they've been helping drive the adoption, the training, the understanding of Elementary, the platform, and and they have actually been sharing and and finding other internal champions to carry projects forward. It's been working very nicely. Uh, they did one proof of concept. Actually, funny enough, I was uh, down in the Tilt Lab last week just looking at, um, they, they installed a demonstration cell, essentially. And Elementary came in, provided some training and support. They were building consensus with some of the key stakeholders in the business. And I just, I, I came down to listen in. I was curious. Um, and uh, I'm sure some of these feel like your your babies, like you've met them, you're stewarding them through this relationship. I mean, you work with them, I assume, on a daily, if not weekly basis. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy to think about how these ideas evolve and where they've come from. Um, elementary, the, the AI visual inspection platform, um, actually used to create a, a robot arm. And there's a few images and photos out of um, their early prototype and an early concept that we we demonstrated and showed. Uh, but but as with any startup, there are often pivots and they pivoted and focused narrowly in where they found a lot of customer traction in that inspection space in creating a really easy to use, really quickly to deploy platform. And that's where Toyota has been really looking at it more as well. It's, it's how, um, how does it add value to the process today? And they've found really neat fit uh, from a safety and quality perspective in the sites they're going to now. Um, and, and yeah, and I went to that training and it was, it was interesting to see. I was working with elementary before I joined Toyota Ventures. Um, and it was interesting to see the evolution of where I left the Tilt Lab and walking back into the Tilt Lab one and a half years later, um, thanks to 2020, et cetera. <laughs> but it was it was great to just see the, the evolution. Um, and I, I will say to your point, uh, the relationship that we build as a platform team is, is something I value a lot in, in my career today, being able to talk to all these really innovative, forward-looking founders. Um, and having them call or text when they have an idea or being able to bounce emails back and forth. It's it's part of the really fulfilling aspect of the platform team, building relationships with uh, who I see as some of the smartest people across the world. Because as Toyota Ventures, we aren't just investing in the Bay Area. We aren't just investing in the U.S. We're in um, Canada. We are in Israel. We are we are a global fund and we invest globally. What I like to we, we talk a lot about. Um how ideas, an idea isn't good enough. The team around the idea matters so much. And you see that both, I think, in the startup space, but also in, you know, internal 
corporate innovation ideas that grow up within companies. And I love that you guys recognize that, that it's not just about investing in an idea. You guys build relationships with these founders, with these teams. It's about their people as well and them being successful. An idea can pivot and change and adjust. Um, and I imagine you guys, if you're like most VCs, you're not just looking at the idea, you're looking at the team behind it. You know, who's the founder? What's their background? What's their passion, et cetera. So I love that. So talk to me a little bit more about how do you guys engage with teams? How do you view the importance of a team or the people that surround the ideas you guys work with? So thinking about teams, uh, I want to answer the question in two parts. So back in my past life, the Tilt Lab actually looked at working with another team as figuring out if we could dance. We had already asked companies to the dance and we wanted to, and we wanted to work together, do a project. We already asked them to prom. They said yes. <laughs> and, and I think the, the hard part is figuring out if you actually can dance together. And it was our responsibility back then to figure out um, if the, if the dancing actually worked together or if we were just going to drop each other as partners. And I think it was a really powerful part of our evaluation to do that, to, to figure out if the dance was going to go well. And now in Toyota Ventures, I like to think of us, uh, as, as Jim Adler, our managing director says, as the, uh, we're like the membrane between these really high tech, fast paced companies and Toyota. And as that membrane, we're trying to help do a little bit of translation. We're trying to help do a little bit of attenuation with expectations and how you talk about your startup. And that's that's how we work with our teams today. We, we try to help them um, approach Toyota as a potential customer in the right way. And whether that's introducing them to the right people, fine-tuning their product market fit, fine-tuning the messaging, um, just so it lands right on the other side of the fence is where we sit today. I think a lot of companies are looking for their employees to just have ideas, which you can have a lot of ideas within companies. And that's great. I think often idea dump is probably a bigger problem. But what's a harder thing internal to a company is to form, like I said, the right teams around them. It's not just about having all A players at the table. You need people from different parts of the organization to grow them. So I, mean, I love that that connection between what I think we're seeing within companies and how we help them think about how to build ideas. You guys are doing that with already formed companies and how to integrate them into a larger whole within the Toyota company, um, which again, it's not just about the tech or a specific idea, but is it a good dance partner? You know, you have to have a whole dance team to make it work. So um, I love that. Yeah. And and on the topic of just companies forming teams around ideas, I think the key there is a diversity of thought. It was something that I really pushed for in the Tilt Lab. And I think is much easier today in my role in, in venture capital because it, it's kind of a natural formation of diversity of thought. It's really easy in a corporate environment uh, to think only in your department, only in your division, only in your team. But when you have a more holistic view of the world and more holistic view of what, what's possible, it's easier to bring together diverse thought and diverse talent. So you mentioned the A player. Um, I, think, I think of that in, in many ways. There's A players that are strategy folks. There's A players that are doers. There's A players that are uh, makers. I, I, I think back in my past experience, actually, in the Tilt Lab and the demo day I mentioned, and it was 
a broad mix to make that successful. There was no, like, I, I think people always think about like a, a shiny unicorn or a, an A player star as some singular individual that rallies the troops or that that maybe even just a singular founder is the reason someone is successful. And I, I disagree. I think it's the team, the diversity, the really taking all the different people that care about an idea, care about the success of a company, whether it's your corporate company or a startup, and then driving all those folks to a common goal and a common success. I've mentioned this before. So we so apologize to our listeners who have heard me say this, but we interviewed um, a woman named Jay-Z Rosenstein Whitman. She used to be with Google and a lot of the research she did there was around um, team dynamics, team formation. And one of the things that there is data backed research behind is that to put all quote unquote perceived a players on a team doesn't necessarily make a great team. It's about do they get do they communicate well? Do they get along? Do they have shared common goals? Um, diversity of thought, diversity in all regards of of do they have what it takes to actually grow this? You can't have all you know type A extroverts on a team. It's not going to go anywhere. And I think we see that a lot. You've got to have you know the quiet engineer or the person from HR who's thinking about the ramifications for other part. You know you have to have all the views at the table to really make something grow. And I love that you're further confirming that that that's true, both internally and externally. I'm curious. Um, so you've talked a lot about company you guys invest in, companies that you guys invest in that work with Toyota. Do you guys only invest in companies that relate to Toyota's future or, you know, for financial returns? Um, what does that strategy look like? Kind of a different direction, but for Toyota Ventures as a whole, um, what kind of companies are you guys looking to invest in? Yeah. So we look for both financial returns and strategic value. Uh, we believe that financial returns are a requirement uh, to be a valuable strategic partner, because if a startup cannot succeed financially, then they won't be a good uh, partner in the long term. That's great. I think that's really helpful. So to startups listening to this, um, to kind of bring us home, what thoughts or advice would you give to startups listening to this who want to work with larger companies? Maybe that's Toyota, maybe it's not, but what are just some kind of parting thoughts on things to keep in mind if they want to enter into that game? Yeah, I think selling into an enterprise is one of the most challenging experiences a startup founder will go through. Um, and and it's something that is a bit unique because what you hear a lot in podcasts and media is uh, B2C companies. So folks that are selling into the consumer market and, and you can rapidly see success. Um, the enterprise world moves a bit slower. And so it, it takes a lot on both the founder side um, to their team and the founder side to the potential enterprise client to manage expectations, um, manage expectations and timeline in in deal size and speed um, as a startup your superpower is speed you can move faster than any fortune 100 fortune 500 company ever uh, could dream of they are they are turning a <laughs> a cruise ship essentially and you <laughs> yeah. are just turning a speedboat <laughs> and so I, I think my advice to founders out there and to startups that are looking at uh, enterprise engagements is to really thoroughly manage expectations um, and just realize that uh, they are really thinking about how you dance together. 
And a misalignment of expectations is when you drop your dance partner. <laughs> I wish I would have known that at prom. Um, so last question, what is something maybe either personally or for Toyota Ventures as a whole that you guys are proud of? Um, again, I, you can take this, whether you're like, man, I'm proud of my career that like I basically build the till lab or at Toyota Ventures, we're really proud that we've done X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So uh, again, I'll take this one in two parts. Uh, in my career, I am super proud of just having met all the individuals I have that have allowed and enabled uh, the creation of the Tilt Lab, the growth and success of Toyota Motor and, and what they're building in their future factory. Um, and then at Toyota Ventures in, in my new career, I think I am most proud of us being a founder first corporate venture capital firm. Um, we, and we, we live by this. Uh, in the true Toyota mindset, our customer is the startup and we will always put the startup first because we believe that their success is our success as Toyota Ventures. And amen to that. May, may all the enterprise engagements have that perspective. So, well, Carla, thank you so much. I just love that I'm hoping our listeners, again, can kind of actually get a peek into what um, enterprise engagement, as you call it, I'm going to start using that, or, you know, just corporate VC can look like. I know, I think Toyota, Toyota Ventures can be kind of big and scary and shrouded in like, well, they're Toyota. But I don't think it's out of the question for even much smaller, still, you know, mid to large size companies to, to start dreaming in this way. You know, what does it look like for them to to look outside of just traditional M&A into, you know, what is what is investing in technology, investing in people look like. So I'm very excited for people to learn from this um, and appreciate you driving all the way down here to come talk to us. Thank you. Appreciate uh, your time today and love the interview. We will. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. If you know someone who should be on our show, even if it's you, reach out to us at innovationincubated.com. And while you're on our website, sign up for our newsletter. Lastly, thanks to our sponsor, Apex Software. The right software partner can change everything. So reach out today at apexsoftware.com. Until next time, go team.